Oh! Oh! Greed is festive. Oh, baby. That's on slaps. Welcome to Steamers Podcast, Season 1, Episode 42. Here with your boy, Greed. Due to the weather, Scoob is out today. I don't blame him. I left work early. I, I avoid it when I can. When you can, you avoid it. You don't deal with it. Screw the ice. I'm not skating around. No, no, no. I don't waste my time. Um, man, that sleigh, sleigh ride got me going. Well, if you're listening to this, you know what happened. I don't. That Colts game is not kicked off yet. But hey, hopefully whatever you needed in that game went your way. I don't really have much riding on it. I got Lamar out of the playoffs, and I got to go against him again. So that's that. All right, I gotta get into this because this is like this didn't even occur to me today, but it's something that I personally hate, and this is no one talks about it enough. Like people just do it, especially like middle school and high school, like like. No one gives a shit about this. But I, I feel like I like I do. Like this this annoys me. Alright. I'm talking about is when you get like a meal. Like I alright, so I hate when I get a meal and then someone else has to come in and interrupt it or they have to take some of it because they see what I got. You know what I mean? Like you order your dinner, or say you order like a sandwich or something, and then there's a there's there, so that like in my situation, my brother does this to me. I know he's gonna listen to this, and like, like he knows I hate it too. He knows, like he just does it to piss me off. But he has to every time I get something, has to take a bite of it. And all I'm saying is, I don't like it at all. I don't like it at all. You know, it's really not. Um. It, it, it's just not cool. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't. I. I. I'm trying to put this in the words. All right. And, and it's like, ugh, all right. Basically, my thing is that when I order something, it's mine. Okay. You had every opportunity to order what you wanted. You could have told me in the beginning before we got food that you wanted some of mine. You could claim that before I order something. That way, I am preparing to do it. But throwing me the last second curveball is like, and you just do it. I don't. I hate it. it it's a pet peeve. And then the worst part is like, I'll get something. So like, say if I get a sandwich, right, or a hoagie, because a hoagie is not a sandwich. Get a hoagie, and. I'm eating it. Like, you're, like, midway through the hoagie. Like, you have already, you've put your germs, whatever, this is yours. You're eating off of this. And someone else just comes up and rips a bite. But what they'll do is they'll come up and they'll say, hey, you mind if I have a bite? And before you even have time to answer, they'll just honestly assume that why do they even ask you? And they'll just take a bite. Like, 
What the hell is that? I hate it. It's it's annoying. Because, listen, I get my own meal. I pick it out. It's what I wanted. Like, you could say you want to split something, and we figure it out in the beginning. Don't just come up and eat my shit. I don't know. I'm like, I, I'm way different about food than it is like a drink. Like, like if I have to share like a drink, it's not as bad. But when it's food, like hell no. Like no. Like take a lap. It's not as bad if like they take a fork or something and they just go into like a pile. Like like a like. Like, finger foods now, it's better because, like, if you just have forks or whatever, I don't care. As long as it's not directly mouth to the food. I think that it just really applies to, like, things you use with your hands to eat and you have to bite out of. Like, like pizza, hoagies, sandwiches. Anything with basically bread. Because you take a bite out of it. But then, like... Pasta or maybe like a like a like a platter that you can just nibble off of. Like that's different. Alright, that's a whole different thing. That shit pisses me off. And I feel like no one ever addresses it. They're just like they always assume that you're cool with it. But no, you should if you don't plan for that, that's you're one of those people. I don't know. Like I want my my shit the way I ordered it, not touched, not messed with. All right, listen. You could have gave me the inactive at eleven thirty. Gave me some time to to take take this person out of my life. Take this food item off my mind. But then you come out of the locker room at twelve thirty and you say, "Well, oh, you know, I'm gonna give it a try." Or I'm available, but you know what? I'm just not gonna play David Johnson style. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm talking about. People, this is no one. No one addresses it. They just do it. Like, no. No. I hate it. And I don't like it. Same shit. Moving on. God, I, you know what? Honestly, like, I, I just, I've always hated that. No one talks about it. I don't know. You let me know what you think. People eating your food. Especially when you have time to decide what you wanted. It's one thing if you're like, do you mind if I try it? And then you plan around someone trying it versus someone coming up and just taking a bite out of it. That's that's the problem. All right. Let's get to some, uh, let's get to some sports. Let me talk. All right. It wouldn't be fantasy football season. It wouldn't be right. I mean, it looks like this is it. He's done. Josh Gordon finally caved and he got suspended indefinitely from the NFL. I mean, light the candle. Let's just wish him well. That's it. The Josh Gordon train has came, saw, and has lit another torch. Another blunt would you say? I guess the Patriots knew. Maybe he told the Patriots. Maybe they just assumed. 
Seahawks honestly had nothing to lose from it. They got a couple games out of them. It's sad, but you know what? I mean, I don't know. I honestly, I I don't know what. That's the thing. Is that I'm my take on this is that I think Josh Gordon tried to get help. Sad. I mean, I, we don't know what he's abusing right now. Everyone assumes it's weed. It really like I don't know if if he if there's got to he's got to have some type of illness or something. But if he's not getting it, like a doctor's, uh, like I don't know if he's not getting prescribed it, then there's really no I don't know how he's what he's doing. I think he's just addicted. But we don't know. If I don't know if there's other stuff. I assume there's other stuff involved. So I don't. I I I guess I I don't know his situation as much, but. Uh, on on what we receive, I mean it's on him. Joshy, we'll be seeing you, man. RIP to that legendary fantasy season. I thought he would have had a solid year on the Patriots if he would have stayed on the field and stayed with the Patriots. They could they could probably use him right now. But you know what the best part about this is? Is that Tuesday just became Stephen A. Meme Day. I'm talking, get ready for him to come on first take tomorrow or today. And he's going to look right in your soul and he's going to say it. He's going to say it. He's going to say stay off the weed and he's going to do some ridiculous head-waving motion. And he's going to do the duh. When he says weed, the weed, duh. And he's going to do that like head twirl. And I'm, I, this is what, I, this is what we got to look forward to. This is Stephen A's Super Bowl. All right. He loves the NBA, but this is his Super Bowl. He gets this once, once a year, maybe once every other year. He gets this headline and here he goes. This is it. It's Stephen A day. And I like, like he does. He has his cowboy, cowboys lost walk where he walks up and he's got the whole cowboys outfit on and it's great. He's got the Josh Gordon. I'm ready to rip you a new rant with some of the weed stuff. It's kind of a little ridiculous. The last one was kind of ridiculous. It was like, it wasn't. I don't know. It wasn't well. It was like he was trying too hard before. It was out of pure frustration, which was why it was so good. Now it's like. He's just doing it, trying to make content, but it's too ridiculous now. But he needs he needs to come up with something. I feel like he's got some. He's prepping something crazy tomorrow. I don't know. I I just this this is like the Stephen A. Like my golden ticket to Stephen A. Content. I'm ready. I I I mean, sad that Josh Gordon's career is basically over, but. He gave us a good meme. And it was funny because I I researched before this, I started the podcast, I researched some of like the Josh Gordon stuff. So apparently, okay, all I did was type in Josh Gordon weed, all right? And now let's get into, I, I found the background, see how long, so he's been dealing with his middle school, which is sad. I mean, I, I guess that's going to be an addiction type thing. 
and it's like you know he, he deals with it to like like calm down and stuff but okay but when i searched that this is what i really want to get into i searched josh gordon weed like and and like the index the search came down and it showed weed related fantasy names and i said god damn it i need this I, it's a whole Reddit post. That's my thing. It's like people just look forward to the the Josh Gordon meme. There's a there's a group. The Puff Puff Pass Catchers. That one's all right. That one's pretty relevant. Cush Gordon, Hash Gordon. Instead of Flash Gordon, Wax Gordon. Wow. This is, there's just, <laughs> Josh Gordon Blunt Force, that's probably my favorite one, because it's the most basic, Josh Gordon's legal team, <laughs> hey, credit to them, keep him in the league, I mean, he's still got his suspensions, but, you know, I give, give people credit for still giving him a chance. I mean, it can't. It's not as bad as Fox, Fox Sports, or Fox Network, whatever, giving nine one one a sequel to the same damn show with Rob Lowe. Fuck that shit. I'm still, I'm still livid about that because that's still in my search history. Hey, long live the Josh Gordon legacy and. The memes. Alright, I got some basketball to get into. Before I do my my little Eagles, are we ready? Alright. And this goes off of... Alright, so I've been like... I've followed the Warriors for a while, okay? Like, the Sixers have always been my number one team. But when they were in their process stage, you needed to watch something. My favorite favorite player is Steph Curry... But we got to talk about this team because this is horrible. All right, so let's just address what I'm gonna I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over the fact that they lost by 21 points, 21 at home against the Sacramento Kings. Now, the reason why. Is because they forced like tw- I think it was twenty one or twenty two turnovers, but then they lost by they still they forced twenty nine turnovers. Sorry, but they lost by twenty one points. If you would tell if you told me that my team turned the ball over thirty times and we blew them out by twenty one points, I would say how bad is this team? Are you like are, are we like what what does that mean? Willie Cauley Sign had six steals. And now, like, it's just you look at this roster and it's horrible. Like, this is why I picked Curry to be my MVP in the beginning of the year. Is because this team is awful. Literally, like Curry would have to carry this team to everything. And it's just I mean, and it, it gives the value to Clay. Let me get the don't let me. Forget that. This gives a lot of value to Clay. 
Because Clay, not only does he help offensively, he helps defensively, but what he would do is that he gave their stars another option. It helped, it definitely helped Draymond's value. Draymond's value has taken a fat L without Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Like, he's exposed now. He was a perennial all-star when that when this team was at its peak. I do not feel that way. I've really never felt that way. All he all he's been is a solid role-playing defensive player. He can get assists because he's got two of the best shooting players ever and arguably the best duo of shooting guards to ever play in this game. Then he had Kevin Durant. So just imagine the success you're going to have playing with those type of players. He never, he was never dropping 25 a game. Like he had a couple games where maybe he did that. But like every other team's focus would stop these other guards from kill, like dropping 40 on us and let's make Draymond Green beat us. So he had open threes. Now, now when they look at it, they're like, oh, they're starting Kai Bowman. Or Jordan Poole. Let's let all-star Draymond Green lead the lead the Warriors. That's not an all-star. That's the biggest joke ever. Like, and don't get me wrong, I like D'Angelo Russell too. But I mean, if you're playing at home and you're playing the Kings and you drop eight points, that's just bad. That's just bad. You're an all-star as well. He was he was one of the best players in the East last year. I thought he was like I, I thought he he ascended himself into a conversation where you could talk about him as one of the better swing guards and he was going to develop into a really solid player. This team is horrible. And guess what? We're saying this now. Next year though, I I mean Watch, they're going to get a top pick. They're going to add someone that's going to be a, a future asset or he could be the right now big man. If they get Wiseman, I mean, shit. It's going to be the Spurs. It's the Spurs all over again when they got Duncan. You're just going to... You, you, it's just going to extend this team for a long time. Once Curry and Clay are back and then Russell doesn't have to carry the, the load on offense... Or Draymond literally just has to run up and down and play defense. That this is all it is. This is how this is how good Steph Curry and Clay are. Like Curry is easily a top five player when healthy on the court. It's hard to argue right now his value over a Kawhi. I think it's hard to argue, especially with LeBron playing the way he is for the Lakers right now. And the thing that he's done lately is he's impressed me in the playoff stretch for his teams. So I can't... Because what happens is when a player doesn't play, you don't have anything to talk about with him. So I don't have anything to talk about with Steph Curry. But we would if he was playing because I feel like he would actually have them not in playoffs, but they would still have like at least six more wins. Like they would be a couple games under 500. But not... No. With Draymond Green, no. He would just help. He would help Curry. Without Clay, they're not going to get anywhere right now. 
But man, this is a this team is bad. And they are they're, they're supposed to have two all-stars in this lineup right now. Bad. Uh Golden State. All right. It's time. It's it's the Eagles playoff game. This is it. Are we ready for Dallas? I'm going to say yeah. I think that what our team has shown the last couple weeks after the Miami loss. First off, Carson Wentz is playing at a really high level right now. And I think that motivates your team to play at a very high level. I think when you look at it, if your quarterback's playing like like it just the Ravens right now is the type of momentum that Eagles had during Wentz's almost MVP season. Like he was going out and balling each game. The defense was like, "Yo, look at him play. Like he's like he's playing really well." Then they would make their plays and it's just like it would ride this momentum. And it's like the Ravens had the same type of thing. Like the Ravens defense was not picked to be crazy good this year. Like I said, they had a really good secondary. They lost a lot up front, but they've played solid. And it's because they're I mean their offense is dropping 40 points a game. And your quarterback's doing spin moves and shit and running for 60 yards. I mean, this is where it's like if your QB is playing at a really high level and you're like, he's going to keep us in these games, going to keep your team motivated. I I'm I think we're ready. I think what, there's a lot more pressure on Dallas than there is on us because we're not even if we lost on Sunday, we're not firing Doug Peterson. We're not getting rid of Carson Wentz. You have. I think that I don't want to say there's an excuse, but there's definitely something you can say. I mean, we're gonna give Dallas. We're not gonna get. We're not gonna get blown out, but we're gonna give Dallas a game. And if you beat Dallas, this says everything. This just this just says, you know, Carson Wentz is playing at what we need him to play at. You did it with a team that basically you have a, a second round pick who just does not want to play any type of offensive football in in our Sega White side. Ortega, whatever. No, I said it. He has to earn his name. He hasn't earned it yet. If he wants to earn it, he can earn it on Sunday. Miles Sanders had his best game of his career in rookie year. You're hopefully you get Jordan Howard and Aguilar back. At least they, at least those guys at least will show up and make a couple plays. Your defense is missing. I mean, we're missing Jernigan, Malik Jackson, it, like. Uh, it's there's just injuries everywhere. You're missing Alshon, like. But if there's anything that's gonna tell me it's that this defense has got to show up. They've had two bad games, last two games. Granted, the red the Redskins are are again are they have a, they're a team that's gaining momentum too. They've played in all these close games the last couple weeks since Hassan's taken over. They got a young team to be uh with some excitement coming up. But you're like our secondary really hasn't been playing solid. Our tackling's been awful. This is a game. You wanna you wanna make a statement? This defense made plays 
in that Super Bowl run. Not saying that we're making the run now, but if you want to make your statement, you do it on Sunday against Dallas. I think you you got to contain Zeke. Make Dak beat you on the road. That's, what I, that's how I feel. And for once, will someone catch a goddamn ball? Goddard did it on Sunday. And Ward. Props to Greg Ward. That transaction streak was insane. I can't believe how many times he's been cut, waved, and re-signed, and practice squatted, and all that. And he comes out and he puts up, what, six, seven catches and a touchdown, the go-ahead touchdown. That's what I'm saying, man. That's positive momentum. Your team, you're, you know, you're coming off two wins. You're saying that, you know, we're in this. After Miami, we didn't feel like we were in it, but it was a, it was the loss that I, I said that we needed to wake us up. And shit. Back-to-back wins. It's an ugly division, but you can still win it. Get the crown for the NFC East. Get some confidence. Make Dallas blow up their roster in the offseason. Because if they blow this division, people are going to get fired. A lot of people. I don't know, man. I just, like, this has got to be. I, everyone's calling it Wentz's biggest game of his career. I mean. I think the one previous was the Rams game, the year he detours ACL, where and he still he and he had a monster game and they won. But this is, I mean, this is basically his, his playoff game. He hasn't played this late of a meaningful game in his career. So this is this. He wins. He gets to the playoffs. People are going to take off a lot. Take off a lot of slander. I don't have high expectations if we make the playoffs because we're so injured. But we, like I said, we should have signed a receiver. I really don't understand why. Like, if this team actually believes that we're going to do something, like, I guess they're just saying we just got to keep giving Ortega Whiteside reps until he starts making plays. Because Greg Ward's made enough plays that he's earned himself a roster spot. A lot of evaluation in the offseason. I mean, if Greg Ward's playing like this, do you really need Aguilar? I mean, Aguilar's basically playing to stay on the Eagles these last couple games. So we'll see. I think the Bird's going to do it, though. I really, I, I do. I think that, you know, I think everyone's got, they're feeling good. They know what week it is. And I, I like losses that motivate teams. I think that last loss in Dallas kind of said, like, I don't. I think Doug Pearson should just show the film of that game and say, "Listen, this isn't happening again. This is our this is our our turf. We can win this. Let's freaking see it. I'm sick of all this shit. I want at least a playoff game this year. That's all I want." We're gonna lose. I mean, like you, you can't call it a down seat. I mean, it's not what we were expecting. We we wanted more. But hey, I mean, week two and three, we didn't know who the hell was playing. Arson Wentz 
took this practice squad and has us contending for the division. So I'm like, let's go. All right, guys. You know what to do. Come on, man. This is the last week of Steamers Pod. We only have... Holy shit. We have two more episodes. We got one more cash out blackout. One more on the deadlocks. And then the send off. I'm ready, man. Alright, guys. This is Season 1, Episode 42. Make sure you follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram. At Steamers Pod. See you Thursday.